Oh God, you grant us both new beginnings and constant growth. You know the struggles of our lives. Nurture our souls so that we may be fertile ground for your wisdom and love to spring forth in our lives. Dwell within us so that we might have the strength of purpose to live out your calling this day and every day. Now let the words of your scriptures and the teaching of your son Jesus be a light to our path and a lamp to our feet. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. <coughs> well, our scripture is from the 10th chapter of Mark, starting at the 30, 32nd verse. First word is they, it's Jesus and the disciples. They were on the road going up to Jerusalem, and Jesus was walking ahead of them. They were amazed, and those who followed were afraid. He took the twelve aside and began to tell them what was going to happen to him, saying, See, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be handed over to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death. Then they will hand him over to the Gentiles. They will mock him and spit upon him and flog him and kill him. And after three days, he will rise again. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came forward to him and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And he said to them, What is it you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Grant us to sit one at your right hand and one at your left in your glory. But Jesus said to them, you do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drank or be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? And they replied, we are able. Then Jesus said to them, the cup that I drank, you will drink. And with the baptism with which I am baptized, you will be baptized. But to sit at my right hand or at my left, is not for me to grant, but it is for those for whom it has been prepared. When the ten heard this, they began to be angry with James and John. So Jesus called them and said to them, You know that among the Gentiles, those whom they recognize as their rulers lord it over them, and their great ones are tyrants over them. But it is not so among you, but whoever wishes to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wishes to be first among you must be slave to all. For the Son of Man chose not to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. O oh Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable to you, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. James and John, sons of Zebedee, the Zebedee brothers, you might say, may have uttered the most honest prayer ever. Teacher, we want you to do whatever we ask of you. And when somebody asks us to do some 
favor for them. Most of us answer by saying something like, depends on what it is. <laughs> but Jesus said to them, what is it you want me to do for you? And they said, "Pants to sit, one at the right, one at the left. And Jesus said, you do not know. You just don't know what you're asking. And they really, really didn't. Now, just before that prayer, which I call the, would you write us a blank check prayer? <laughs> Jesus took those, uh, all these disciples aside and told them what was going to happen. Going up to Jerusalem, Son of Man handed over, condemning him to death. Then they'll hand him over to the Gentiles. They'll mock him and spit on him and flog him and kill him. And after three days, he'll rise again. He told them. They heard him, but they did not listen. They didn't understand it at all. Because if, if they'd really listened, if they'd really understood, surely they would have asked some questions like, kill, kill, what's this about killing? And why would we go any place where you expect to be mocked, spat on, flogged, and killed? Let's go somewhere else, you know. Not to mention that business of after three days, he'll rise again. Now those other things, about flogging and killing and all, that happened to people in trouble with authority in those days. But Jesus says something that's never happened before is going to happen. And they don't even say, huh? Say that again? No, what they, they want a special spot. They want to share the glory. What they don't know is that Jesus, Jesus is going to have a crown, but it's going to be a crown of thorns. They have no idea that there will be people on Jesus' right and on his left, but there'll be bandits hanging on crosses where they die. When James and John ask their blank check question, Jesus responds with the very same question that he asked the blind man Bartimaeus later in this 10th chapter of Mark. What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, my teacher, let me see again. Well, do you see the difference? Blind Bartimaeus knew what he needed. James and John, they knew what they wanted. They wanted privilege, recognition, power, glory. They wanted the blue ribbon and the, and the gold medal and the, and the big plaque. When Jesus asked his proud disciples, are you, are you able to drink the cup I drink, be baptized with the baptism I'm baptized with? They said, oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're able, sure, no problem. But again, they don't really know what they're saying. One thing that this passage teaches us is that being a disciple of Jesus Christ involves not special privilege, but special service. Discipleship is more about humility and less about pride. Part of that humility is learning to pray, not we want you to do for us whatever we ask which is the way a whole lot of prayers come out, you know. But 
That prayer we'll pray later this morning. Thy will be done. Part of what this passage teaches us about being disciples of Jesus is that all of us are works in progress. James and John were not listening to what Jesus was saying, that to be a disciple of Jesus is to serve others as Christ serves us. James and John were focused on going after special privileges for themselves, the elite. Days later, they and the other disciples would fall asleep when Jesus had just asked them to pray. At his trial, they would desert him, and yet these are the same men who would grow as disciples and would spread the gospel despite the opposition of the Jewish religious leaders and of the mighty Roman Empire. They would grow. They learned. In fact, the word translated disciple can also be translated learner. We as disciples of Jesus need to keep learning. Also, the word disciple comes from the same roots as the word discipline. To get better at playing a French horn or a piano or any other instrument. To get better at any sport. To become a better hunter. To become a better anything takes study and learning and lots and lots of practice and discipline. So if we want to grow as disciples of Jesus, just like James and John, we need to do things that help us grow. We need to practice spiritual disciplines that help us find guidance in God's word, that nourish our faith, that help us to live faithful lives of service, that help us walk with God day by day. Or as Paul wrote to the disciples of Jesus in the church at Philippi, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look not to your own interest, but to the interest of others. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness and being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient even to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God also highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that the name of Jesus every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Amen.